Oh, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Sports Better Than Most, where we've got it all. We're bringing it all to you. We've got the best content. We've got it all. We've got the best opinions about all the biggest sports topics in the world. That's right. But usually we stick to the United States. But this, you, well, the United States is we're going to have to go to Germany. USA. We got an NFL game in Germany for the first time ever. So how do you like that? So to, they should just play regular rugby, no pads. And if you get CTA, that's your fault. I truly believe one of these NFL teams is going to get sold over, head over to, um, to Europe eventually. It's going to happen. Why do you say that? I just think they seem to like it over there, and I think. Like they say, the Jacksonville Jaguar, someone one day is going to end up over there or they're going to expand. They should take the Lions over there so we can get one franchise out of Detroit that sucks. I just saw on Twitter that the Lions are only two games back of the wild card. I don't know if that's true. I mean, Twitter nowadays. I I guess Twitter, I guess you don't know if people are telling the truth anymore. Twitter, because people aren't. Well, yeah, because people lie. All right. But anyway, so we're going to go to Germany and make a prediction in just a little bit as we get um, as we get ready for another NFL week. Um, a lot happened this week in the NFL, and a lot of stuff could still happen. Um, so anyways, let's get started. Let's start with college football. Um, let's start. We know college football rankings are going to come out in about an hour and a half, the newest ones. There's going to be some huge changes. There's the big game of the year, obviously, with Georgia, Tennessee. But we got to start with Ohio State and Michigan. We'll start with Michigan. Michigan struggled in the first half against Rutgers. Um, Rutgers, for some reason, gives Michigan a hard time. And then Michigan decided to blow the doors off them in the second half. So um, my perspective was I think it's hard to go into a stadium like Rutgers, even if it's, what is it, full. Um, Just like Ohio State, I think it's hard to go into a place like Northwestern and play a game. You're going to get everyone's best shot. Um, so I think in the first half, Rutgers basically worked on um, <laughs> worked on steam. I don't know. Michigan had some players out, I guess, as well. Um, Blake Corum started off strong. Then kind of, I don't know, he kind of disappeared for a little bit. Came out um, at the end. I think he needs to be probably one of the leading Heisman candidates because no one else wants it, um, it seems like. And um, the defense showed up. Michigan scoring a lot of points. And like I said, got some interceptions and Rutgers. Yeah, they're just a scrappy team that, yeah, slowly but surely, I think they'll, I, I think just in that division with Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, probably never going to um, do much. But I think in the end, Michigan took care of business, did what they had to do. Um, they came up firing in that first drive, and I thought they were going to kind of, uh, I mean, they are, took them to the woodshed, but I thought they were going to score about 80 points. Um, but they looked pretty good, and now they got a game on the road in Lincoln this week. Um, so we'll see what happens. So what was your perspective on the Wolverines? Uh, well, the first half, they had a block punt touchdown. The, uh, the um, Actually, the game's in Ann Arbor. I, don't, I thought it was in Lincoln, but it's in Ann Arbor, it says. I don't know if that's a mistake on ESPN. I swear I thought the game was at Nebraska, so I was a little confused when I thought it was at Michigan now. Um, but they, uh, they only had five first downs in the entire game, only had 180 yards, so... Um, the first half really wasn't as close as people thought it was. I mean, they know Michigan was losing. doesn't really matter. It's still score. Scoreboard's the only thing that really matters. But second half, they got going. Uh, I mean, it was just whatever. Um, you keep Rutgers, saying that. You keep saying it's just whatever. Rutgers, <laughs> did you see the, did you watch the game, though? 
That, that, had a, that, I, well, that was just packed. There were some great games on Saturday night. I had some. I couldn't. Rutgers brought it all out for for uh, whatever their record is, three and six. Um, how they're three and six, I'm not really sure. Or not three and six. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Nebraska. Um, Rutgers is four and five after this last week. Um, that quarterback looked pretty solid in the first half. Second half uh, looked a lot worse. Um, team I feel like plays more quarterbacks than Rutgers. I don't know. I don't understand the whole quarterback situation because I thought Benjo would be the starter this year. I don't know if he's been hurt or if he just hasn't played because he stinks or something like that. I don't know. I don't follow him enough to understand it. Um, but they didn't look terrible. What do you want to see Michigan get better at? What do you think is their What do you think is their greatest weakness? The so first right half, now? strong defensively, and just stay strong offense offensively. Throw the ball. Um, be more creative. Uh, it's just I feel like they let teams stay with them in the first half. And then, I mean, this the second half they outscore in the last four games. I think I read that they've outscored their opponents in the second half a hundred to three in the last four games. In the first half they're like tied. So like it's just you know yeah, I'd like to see them some slow kind of and like I don't understand because in the last couple of games I mean I would have to go back to think about it. But, like, Iowa, they scored on their first drive. Um, Indiana, they scored on their first drive. Penn State, they kicked the field goal. But they moved the ball all first half and just destroyed them. Um, and even though it was closer than it looked. Uh, against Michigan State, they moved the ball immediately right away. Against Rutgers, they scored uh, the first two drives, I believe. Uh, so, like, I just don't know what the difference is in the first half. I don't know if it's just adjustments or if it's kind of like you kind of wore down the opponent and in the second half it just shows on the scoreboard. Um, I'm not really sure what the, the what the difference is, but um, I mean, I'll, when you look at the stats and how they don't turn it over, or not, I shouldn't say turn it over, they don't punt, you would think that they would be better offensively, but when I watch them, I just don't think they've got it all figured out, but they also are afraid offensively just to turn the ball over. But I don't know, I just like, I'd like to see them throw it more, I'd like to see them throw it take more shots. Now, granted, it's different when you're obviously a, a, a coaching mind. You know, they know a lot more about football than we do, so I don't know if the defenses are kind of just um, picking on them and not letting them throw it deep. But, I mean, if you're a, a, a defense against Michigan, why would you do that? You would just stack the line to make them throw it deep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, why would you do anything other than that against Michigan? So My biggest fear for Michigan is if they ever had to get in a shootout, are they prepared to? Mm-hmm. I don't know a game they're going to have to get in a shootout with, though, to be honest with you. So, I mean, Georgia, if they end up playing Georgia for the national championship, I mean, Georgia did open up their offense this weekend a little bit. But I think, again, uh, Tennessee stymied them kind of in the second half. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they scored three points. Mm-hmm. So I, I – I don't see Michigan playing a game the rest of the year where they're going to have to score more than 30 points. Even in the college football playoff, I don't think they're going to have to score more than 30 points. I mean, I think that's kind of the the peak. I think their defense is too tough, and I just don't see many teams out there that are going to put up those those rampant numbers. So I don't know. I, I think <clears> – <throat> but I get what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I mean, why not test – why not continue to work on something? You're always going to have to yeah, because, one, right? when you're playing teams that are yeah. subpar compared to you. So I, I totally get that. I think Jim Harbaugh, though, <laughs> just like all these great coaches, is a little stubborn. Oh, yeah, um, without question. And I think that's why he doesn't have, like, the recruiting that, you know, obviously, like, the big names have. Uh, especially right now, after this last year's success, they still don't have, like, really anything going for the 2023 class. 
Yeah, I mean, they're It'd be fun 20... to see them get a couple wide receivers, kind of like Ohio State has. Yeah, see what I, I, I like their receivers, but at the same time, I think it's also a byproduct of what Josh Gaddis was recruiting. So I don't know if like that will change now that Josh Gaddis is gone. I think their receivers are good. Um, obviously, are they like the best receivers in the country? Absolutely not. But they have like probably seven or eight now that can play at any point in, the, in any big game and, and be and make uh, an impact. Uh, but I think running backs-wise, I mean, that's what I think separates off, well, offensive line and then running backs. I mean, I told you this. I think I said it even before the season started. That Donovan Edwards, I think, is better than Blake Corum. I still think that. I just don't think he gets... He may not have the the, the running, um, the yard. Obviously, he'll never get the yards that Blake Corum has this year. Obviously, because he didn't get the hand, the touches. But I mean, he's arguably one of their best receivers, and he's a running back. So um, I just think you gotta use what you have to your advantage. So I mean, if he never even takes the ball out of the backfield, that's fine. Line him up on the outside and make him go against a receiver. I mean, not a receiver. Make him go against a linebacker. I mean, that's that that should be. You should throw it to him every time he's matched up against a linebacker on the outside. I mean, it's just there's no reason why not to. Against Michigan State, they did that a few times. Against Indiana, or not Indiana, who they put Rutgers. They did that against Rutgers. Um, but I think Mike Hart is the is the real reason as to why, because uh, Blake Corum wasn't very highly ranked as a, as a prospect, and Donovan Edwards was highly ranked. But um, the difference between, you know, before Mike Hart got there and you, what, you, what you saw, the patience versus now, um, it's just not even comparable. Um, just watching them uh, make plays out of nothing, Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, it just shows you that obviously any coach can make a good, make a, a solid player a great player. Um, so, yeah, you know, I would just like to see them kind of just beat the living shit out of someone and be a good offensively. I mean, I, I'm I know their defense is good, but I think against a good offense that they would be pushed around. I really do think that. Um, I don't think it'd be that issue, that big of an issue for an offense to push him around. But I've also said this before the season, uh, not before the season started, but early on in the season that I felt like last year Michigan was a, a momentum-led defense. And I think they're the exact same this year. Um, like this last weekend, they had three picks in one quarter. They looked, I mean, Rutgers almost did not move the ball at all in the second half where they had some success in the first half. So I think they're kind of a, a momentum-led defense. You know, you make a good play and they just kind of get on top of you, kind of like they did at Penn State. They got that stop on the first drive against Penn State, and they really never let up. Penn State really never moved the ball against Michigan. I just think that's the way it was. The defense kind of came out ready with momentum, and if they don't come out kind of ready to go against a good offense, I think that they would be pushed around for a while until the second half seems to they seem to kind of get their bearings and kind of make adjustments and figure things out. But well, we'll watch. We're going to watch the game together this weekend, so I'll be looking to see how. But I think it also is different in the <clears throat> fact that. Michigan's schedule has been talked about a lot. Um, also, I mean, it, it's kind of difficult because it's the first year that they haven't played Wisconsin, and I don't know how long. I think probably since 2015. Um, so, obviously, Wisconsin wasn't great this year, but it still would have maybe helped their resume a little bit. Obviously, Michigan State had a pretty pretty rough year so far compared to what they were expected to, to do, beat Penn State. But then also, we're supposed to have, I thought, at least I read, that they were supposed to have UCLA on the schedule yep. for this year and next year. And then with, I think it was with COVID, it kind of, um, mess, mess things up or something. I don't know what happened, but um, you know, uh, Penn State they got t- they were supposed to be tested, but obviously at home I think it's a little easier. Penn State didn't really quite uh, probably play up to par like they did against Ohio State. They probably played a little better. Um, so I guess they'll find out in a few weeks how good they actually are. 
All right, well, we'll there's your Michigan lowdown. We'll move over to Ohio State. Ohio State played Northwestern this weekend um, in the big windstorm. That was the big talk, of course. And um, Ohio State has turned in from the darlings of everybody to the team nobody respects anymore and isn't the tough team. So I'll start with my take on the Ohio State game, obviously. Um, it was a crappy game, and um, everyone's concerned about what's going to happen when Ohio State gets pushed around by Michigan because they obviously were bullied by Michigan last year, and Ohio State looked soft. You know, they gave up 200 and some yards, obviously, to Northwestern. I mean, the only thing is they were, of course, going to give up yards because that's all Northwestern was going to do. Um, they threw in the first series, but I really don't think Northwestern threw outside of that. Um, <clears throat> Ohio State's offensive line looked rough. They've looked rough for a long time now in terms of run blocking, pass blocking. It's okay. But um, Travion Henderson didn't play. And um, I think here's my lowdown on Ohio State. I think in a one-game series, Ohio State can beat anybody. I don't care who it is. And I also think there's 20 teams in the country that could beat Ohio State tomorrow. And I guess if every game's just going to have to see how it plays out. Um, I would say my my confidence meter went down a little bit thinking of them playing Michigan. Um, <clears throat> and um, I, I hope I hope. I hope they learned something from that game because it, was, it wasn't pretty. Um, I get it. I know it was windy. I'm not worried about that. Ohio State's kind of played pretty. I, I was thinking as you were talking about Michigan in their first halves, you know, Ohio State's really didn't play very well against Iowa, blew them out, didn't really play well against Penn State. In the end, kind of looked like they blew them out. Um, <laughs> didn't play well against Northwestern. Didn't play well against Notre Dame. Like everybody keeps saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Um, I don't know. So I, I, I don't know. I think, um, again, do I think Ohio State can beat Michigan? Yes. Do I think Ohio State can lose to Michigan? Yes. Do I think Ohio State can beat Georgia? Yes. Do I think Ohio State can lose to Georgia? Yes. Um, they got a lot of things to work out. It's definitely not the most dynamic offense in the country. And um, defensively, I guess we'll find out when Blake Coram's running at him if they can stop him. So, um, you play what I texted you about the other day, Stephen. I mean, every game's different. Every week's different. Maybe it'll be raining. Maybe it'll be snowing. Maybe it'll be windy. Maybe it'll be cold. Maybe it'll be 65 on that Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, got to learn how to play football and win the game, right? Just as simple as that. So, um, I mean, especially in a situation like that. Playing on that, I mean, it was it's natural grass. And yeah, no question. I mean, it's probably a little bit tougher to them play the versus on. I feel like turf, you can probably get a little bit more grip and in, with your cleats and and kind of go where you want to go. Versus like I feel like on natural grass, it's probably a little more difficult with rain. But I mean, you would think obviously Ohio State's passing game is what you know takes the uh, when you think of Ohio State, you think of the passing game, not the running game. But I mean, I, I if you would want them to be able to just say like. I'm going to run it to the left, and we're going to run it down your throat, and you can't stop us. But at the same time, Michigan's had moments this year, definitely, where they've uh, Ohio State rough. Michigan struggled in short yardage situations this past weekend. Michigan, I think, had to go about eight times from the one or two-yard line. Yeah, the first two drives, they had to go to fourth and goal. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think the problem is, and I don't remember where I was reaching, or reading this or watching this. I don't know if it was on like ESPN or something like that. They were talking about maybe Michigan or I don't know where I was reading this to be honest with you. But it was talking about how their their you know inability to have six, not inability, but their um, their offense has looked. I mean, they're averaging about 450 yards of a, a game right now. Um, so you think that offense would look pretty good, but and then they get in the red zone. Obviously, the the field shrinks, um, and their offense is you know probably about 65, 35, 60, 40 run to uh, pass so uh, I just think that the defenses kind of know more of what's going on and what's going to what's going to be the next play call so I think that's just kind of they have to kind of get a little bit more uh, you know creative a little more out think outside the box and I mean I know Josh Gass has done is not looking very good but at least his play calls they might have been sometimes a little crazy but at least he didn't you know he didn't you couldn't really feel like you like knew what the play was going to come where like I feel like right now with new coordinators, I feel like they're still maybe settling in, and obviously the the offense is set. The first the, the way they set their offense is to run the ball first. So, but um, I think it's working now. Is it going to work every game? I, I don't know if it's really going to work in Columbus. And if they played somebody like Georgia, I mean I think they would they would have to um, get a little bit more balanced and. I'm not saying throw like a trick play in there, but like be a little bit more tricky and and as they said, like if you're gonna run a jet sweep, you gotta have it like based off another play that fools the defense or something like that, um, which I feel like sometimes that they kind of do a poor job. I and just, I just hate the third and threes when they just they get under center and then hand it off to the running back. Yeah, I've never seen a team Michigan can have third and six and they run it more than any team in the country. Yeah, um, it's kind of. I mean, I, I wanted to just say, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I understand it a little bit more if it, if it's a two down territory and you're like gonna go for it. But to yeah, me, I mean, the words at on the field, they'll do yeah. it and just be done with it. It's, yeah. I don't know. So, I think think though, you and I have had this discussion at some point in the podcast, or I know we have just in our own personal life talking. Like, it's either genius or not. But, I mean, I know in the NFL you got to play in Buffalo and Chicago, Soldier Field, and that, but. In college football, it seems like the great equalizer is the elements. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of rough, I think, for the Midwest teams that um, you can be a favorite and you can get put in a snowstorm in Northwestern in November and you're playing in 80-degree weather in Georgia. <laughs> like, I mean, it does say something regardless. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, like, Ohio State about it. looked soft and it doesn't matter how windy it was. You said they should be able to line up. Document teeth. I mean, I don't know. I was looking at the pictures of the Northwestern locker room. I mean, it looks like the St. Francis locker room. I mean, I never seen anything like it. I mean, it it, it looks like going to Jay-Z. They can't even, I was reading from the Columbus beat writer, they can't even, all the players can't even go in and change at the same time. They have oh, to right. send the guys in shifts in their locker rooms. I yep. mean, it looked like. Well, I'll tell you why they're going to do that $500 million stadium <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I mean, it looks like a youth. You well, I think I think just weather, it's just stupid weather, and I don't even say snow, but at least when it's like the ball is getting slick or you can't really right. get your footing, it takes talent away from, it takes you know greater talent and it kind of merges with you know maybe not as an strong of a team. There's no doubt about it. The wind was definitely an equalizer. I mean, look what happened that Buffalo New England game a couple was it last mm-hmm. year or whatever. I mean, it does. It's going to affect everything. And this wasn't a 20 mile an hour wind. I mean, I got news. For Ohio State and Michigan, they better be ready come Saturday. Michigan, I don't think we have an issue with. I mean, it's going to be cold on Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
going to be 80 on Thursday. It's going to be 30 on Saturday. I mean, it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. But I'm going to tell you right now. Things are going to shrink. You're going to not feel as well. You're not going to feel it. You're going to be cold. Um, Sometimes it shrinks when it's 80. Yeah. So but anyways, I mean, it's just going to be cold. And um, there is a difference, though, between a 20-mile-an-hour wind and a 50, 60-mile-an-hour wind. I mean, it just is. We know that. We golf in it. And I think the greatest equalizer in golf is the wind. I mean, it's one thing if it's soft, one thing if it's rainy, one thing if it's hard. I feel like you can adjust to the element. But, I mean, when you're hitting a six iron from 120 yards because the wind's blowing 60 miles an hour, I mean, it's tough. So, <coughs> anyways, um, hopefully the best is yet to come for Ohio State. And um, it just seems like we're getting closer and closer to that big matchup in Columbus. Looks like we'll see where they rank. Um, Tennessee, Georgia. Um, Steven, give us your input on what you saw. I don't know how much of the game you watched or didn't watch, but I'm sure you've seen enough of the highlights and enough. Um, what was your reaction to Georgia? The game wasn't even as close as it, as the score indicated. It really was a blowout, even though I don't think Georgia scored only three points in the second half, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So what was your take on that? Well, um, Tennessee was supposed to have, you know, that generational offense. Uh, they looked like they were... I, I kind of thought that Tennessee would be able to just win based on their offense. You know, I don't know if their defense is great before the match even the matchup even took place. I thought Tennessee was going to be able to win in Georgia. Um, I think Georgia won because they played in Georgia. Um, I just think that Tennessee kind of came in scared um, when they played Alabama. Obviously, they played them at home, so playing at home is just a everyone knows playing at home is a lot easier than playing on the road. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, Tennessee didn't look great uh, offensively. They didn't even have 300 yards, and they had the you know the, the Heisman, maybe the front runner. I don't know, and Hendon Hooker, and they kind of just got smacked in the face by Georgia. I still think Georgia's without question beatable. Um, they're just a physical team, um, and obviously they have I would have to say the best tight end in the country with Brock Bowers, but. Um, it just looked like Tennessee wasn't ready for the big moment. Yeah, no, I mean they got that first turnover. Tennessee got the ball. And I thought, oh boy, you know, let the let the floodgates open, let that offense get going, and and see that confidence. And then they only kicked the field goal, and then Georgia went on to score about twenty one straight points or whatever it was. Um, so I was kind of, I shouldn't say disappointed because obviously Josh Heupel's only in his, I think his second year, but um, I really had confidence that Tennessee could beat Georgia, and and they they were not gonna do that. If they played again today, don't so. you feel like that was Georgia's best game they played in all? Well, I think time. Georgia came in ready, and then they played <laughs> at home. So I just think that kind of magnified the difference between the two. Um, so I think Tennessee still is a good team, but um, I assume that we'll see them probably what about like <clears throat> maybe five or six in the college football. I think rankings. tonight's the biggest night for the college football. I I'm interested to see. I I don't think. They're going to drop Ohio State to third. Well, I think it would be Georgia, um, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee. I'm not Tennessee, TCU. Um, and then it's just a question of do you put Tennessee at five or do you put them at six? They're going to put Tennessee at four. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt in my mind Tennessee is going to be four. Well, think about I, it. Think about where LSU is going to be, though. LSU might be up to six. Yeah. LSU or maybe even five. Six. I think TCU will be five. I think Tennessee will probably be six. And um, from there, it's just a Pac-12 ridiculous conversation. Um, I agree. <clears throat> I think Georgia played their best game I've seen them play all year. But again, if we're going to be critical of Michigan, 
and some of their close games. Well, I think Georgia's still a thousand State in theirs. Georgia's had their close games. Again, Missouri would have had any breadth of offense. They would have beaten them. So, again, every week is different. Every day is different in college football. I think the only thing we can establish as of today is that, again, Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Michigan, TCU, probably. They can, I think, Tennessee. I think Alabama on any given day could beat any of these teams. Now, it just depends on who ends up finishing in the top four and where it goes, right? Like, I'll be honest with you, if if Ohio State or Michigan win out, whoever wins out is going to finish two to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, Stevens a Michigan fan, I'm an Ohio State fan. You think I'm going to complain that we're not number one? Mm-hmm. Hell no. I don't want to play Georgia to the end. Mm-hmm. So give me whoever. And <clears throat> if we're going to get a second SEC school in, then – that second SEC school is going to have to be fourth. Yeah. So you're going to have a rematch. Mm-hmm. So, and let's say LSU beats Georgia. What are you going to do? Move Georgia to two and LSU to three and they have the rematch. I mean, so I'm fine with that. Keep Ohio state two. keep Michigan two. That's no problem. Um, and then we'll see which team I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be dead honest with you. While I agree with what I just said, I think there's only two teams in the country that can beat Georgia. It's Michigan and Ohio state. I don't think TCU can. Oh, no, I think TCU would get... I don't Literally, think. it would be censored watching that yeah. type of game. I, just, I mean, TCU, they can throw the ball, and they, they it's just a different type of style of football they play. They play way softer, and I mean, I think Georgia would just physically athletes. beat them up. And TCU does not have the athletes Ohio State and Michigan have. I think they're the only two schools that can beat Georgia, but that's my opinion. Also, on Saturday night, we saw Alabama lose their second game essentially probably knocking them out. There's no way that they aren't knocked out. Them and Clemson, they have to be knocked out. Well, if LSU loses a game or two still left and somehow Alabama well, yeah. gets in, then we're in some I know, trouble. but that's that's ridiculous if Alabama gets in. Because what have they done this year? Nothing. Nothing. And they won't do anything. Because they're not going to play in the SEC championship, so they have no way of, re- of boosting up their resume. I mean, I guess LSU could lose some games. They'd have to lose what? Two, I think. Yeah, they'd have to lose two out of the final three. Or do they? Well, they already got one loss, though. Yeah, but Alabama has two, two SEC losses. And they had the tiebreaker, so they'd have to lose two out of the final three. And I don't know who they play, but they can't be playing anybody. And they play Arkansas. You you would think that they'd have to be yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, but you never know coming off that big win. And I, I think they play Texas A&M. Those are only two SEC oh, teams they play. Yeah. They play UAB. Obviously, which is not an SEC team. So. so it'll be interesting. I think that could be could be one of those things. But Brian um, Kelly got it done finally. Brian Kelly did. Who would have thought Brian Kelly? He, he but he did. And his ex team Notre Dame finally made broads of Clemson. I mean, I think I know they scored two touchdowns at the end. It was thirty-five to fourteen or whatever. But Notre but they Dame got beat. dominated. Yeah, that game. I mean they got beat up. I mean, holy crap! It was special teams. For all those Clemson offense, fans defense. that wouldn't shut up after last week of all the you know eight straight years or whatever that we all talk about their schedule, they got real quiet. Saturday night, and they deserve to. They there are a lot of fans up. that got quiet. I mean, I'm following on Twitter, and of course, everyone's having a heyday with Ohio State losing to Northwestern, almost. And um, I guess you find out in, in the end, you survive. And um, that was that was an ass kicking, and it was great to see Dabble um, be on the end of that. And I don't care if North Carolina comes in with one loss in an ACC championship game. North Carolina's offense is good. Their defense is beyond horrible. 
They were trailing that game. Oh, yeah, they only beat Virginia by a field goal, so. I mean. And they could move to Wake this weekend. (laughs) And then they also have to play NC State still, so. Yeah, so. I mean, their season's far from over from being, losing, or getting to 11 wins. The ACC can just be quiet. And as I was texting Stephen, the Pac-12 season really picks up. These next three weeks are going to figure out this Pac-12 mess. I can't believe people really believe Bo Nix is the Heisman frontrunner right now. I, I, I just... Maybe Washington can beat them. I mean, when Ohio State won the national championship with Urban Meyer, they got flattened by Virginia Tech. I mean, it wasn't pretty in Columbus that day. But I, I, what was the score to Georgia? 48-3 to three or something? I think 49-3. <laughs> I mean, it was... It was yeah, 49-3. A, it was a kicking like you wouldn't believe. And I'm sorry, th- there's no NFL team that will take Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just crazy to think of. There's no way... Look at the schedule they played. They played UCLA, and we don't even UCLA almost lost to I forget who was a Jackson State or somebody. I don't know someone goofy like mm-hmm. that. I mean UCLA is a fraud, folks. I know they got a guy with the three initials, but Orion Thompson Robinson. Yeah, I mean come on, and we love USC because of the coach. Get over it. Well, there could be some destruction in the in the Pac-12 yeah. because. No, um, I'm not going to lie. Caleb Williams is a great quarterback. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying he's not. That kid has more firepower in action than Bo Nix. But well, Oregon still has to play Washington, Utah, and Oregon yeah. State. So probably they're, other than Georgia, the probably the pretty tough ending stretch for them. USC plays Notre Dame the final week of the year. And then they play each other, obviously. So Yeah, well, I'm trying to think of who. Oh, UCLA plays USC. The week before they play Notre Dame, so there could be some destruction. Already got two losses, but yeah. plays Oregon still. So there could be some destruction headed to the Pac-12. Yeah. I mean, as I told Steve, to the top teams we need them. to see some destruction to see some things happen. So that's kind of the big roundup in college football this week. I just we just watched Sports Center says fifty nine minutes. Well, how about the um, the um, Spartans? They ruined. They yeah. Burnt. So and Bert wasn't happy about something I read. Yeah, he's mad now. Michigan State again. I, Boy, Michigan State's got some issues. Uh, let's give them credit. They came in after a tumultuous week and, and beat Illinois. I think the sad thing about Illinois is, what is it, DeVito? Was that the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't let him do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I guess he's supposed to be halfway decent, but they don't let the guy do anything. Mm-hmm. All he wants to do is run the ball. I can't think of the running back's name off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't um, think of his name right but now. But that's all they want to do. I mean, I get they got a good defense, but give the ch- get a chance to throw the football. Mm-hmm. They had some fumbles on that game. Um, Chase Brown. Yeah, he Chase had Brown. 33 carries for 136 yards. Yeah, that's all they that's do. a lot of carries. That's all they do. They don't do anything else. And it's a shame. Um, Illinois now, as I told Stephen, lost to Indiana and um, Michigan, State. Michigan State. They all gained them by 150 yards and lost. But let's see how many turnovers. They only had one turnover, though. Both teams only had one turnover. I I saw the one fumble for sure. And Michigan State had more penalty yards. But that fumble that they had, they were at like the they were at the twenty yard line of Michigan Mm -hmm. State. Like they were going in Mm -hmm. to potentially score some points. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, Illinois went for six fourth um, six. They went on fourth down six times. They only converted one of them. Yeah, that's the new thing in college football. These fourth downs, like. It's interesting. So, well, I mean, we knew though before the, even the game was played, the question wasn't going to be their defense. It was going to be can their offense win them a game? And obviously, like Saturday, their offense needed them to win a game, and they just couldn't do it. So, the hard thing is Illinois is going to get Michigan the week before Ohio State. Maryland's yeah. going to get Ohio State the week before Michigan. I don't care what anybody says. Both those teams are going to be looking ahead. I think Maryland. 
could be. I don't think uh, Illinois could be a lot of teams that are very highly ranked. I think Maryland could be just a with a healthy te- with a healthy Tua. Yeah, they could be just about Maryland, though? anyone outside I mean, of the top. They lost 10, again. I, I don't know. Well, only Tua's playing them. Tua I looked online and he was going to play. They said. Well, has he played recently though? Well, I thought he played this past game. Oh, well, let me look. But I don't know. I just it'll be interesting to see. I don't know, Maryland, I just feel like they, they've fallen off. It also bit. might be because playing in the Big Ten, you lose a game. Like, they lost to Michigan where, I mean, there was no question they could have won that game or at least maybe put themselves in a better chance. And it's just, you know, a mistake here and there, and then you lose. And then it's just hard to probably keep the the momentum up in the locker room after you kind of have a defeat like that. Um, because obviously we know that they're a good football team and there's no question that they could be a lot of good teams. But, yeah, being 6-3... and three, and then they still got to play Ohio State, and they got to play Penn State. Still, they got to play yeah, Penn State Penn this State weekend. This weekend, so it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. All right, tonight Toledo plays at Ball State at the Glass Bowl. Toledo, I don't think, still has their quarterback, so they're playing their second string still. Um, who you got in that game? Oh, you already know I got the Rockets. All right, I think the Rockets are going to win too. I like. I don't even care who the Rockets are playing. Give me the Rockets. I like what Toledo's doing. I think they're they're playing pretty good. Uh, well, Jason Cannon better keep him going because he should be fired if he doesn't. Yeah. I tell you what, I just got to say one thing about a couple of programs. I was looking at the schedules. We're getting ready to make our picks here now. Colorado plays USC, and um, you talked about Miami a few days ago. Miami, Miami is potentially. Colorado are really in bad yeah. shape right now. And I know Miami got just got the big five-star whatever receiver, I mean, um, quarterback signing and everything, but. I mean, but they were talked about their quarterback being good this year, and obviously, look who it's led them. And I mean, they're rock bottom right oh now. My. I mean, they're bad, folks. They're really bad. It so, was kind of like a statement year for uh, Mike Norvell with right. Florida State. It was kind of his, you know, hit or miss year. If he missed, he could be out pretty quickly. And obviously, he's done a pretty good job um, with Florida State this year. And obviously, literally just gave Miami an ass whooping. Yeah. All right, so I think a lot of our picks are going to be the same this week. So we might have to change it up a little bit and talk about is there a chance of anything. So let's start. Saturday, noon Eastern. Steve and I are watching games all day Saturday together to see what's going on. Um, Missouri's at Tennessee. Tennessee's going to win. We know that. Missouri, though, kind of playing a little bit better. It seemed like that Georgia game got them going. I mean, do you think Tennessee could have any let down a little bit, Stephen? No, that offense is so bad. We watched them play Georgia. And, I mean, they had so many opportunities against Georgia and they couldn't even advance the ball. That offense is so bad. I would I would think Tennessee playing their offense on defense could still win this game because their offense should be enough to win that game. In a cold horseshoe, Ohio State will beat Indiana. The question is, will they beat Indiana by ten or will they beat Indiana by forty? Um, I'm gonna go by I'm gonna go the final score fifty two to thirteen. Awesome. Sounds good to me. LSU plays at Arkansas. We just talked about this. LSU coming off that big win. Arkansas kind of playing bad. We picked them their loss to Liberty last week. Um, I guess, again, uh, Arkansas was supposed to be a, a somewhat decent team. I'd love to pick Arkansas to beat LSU. LSU's got to be flying high. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll take LSU, but I think a lot closer than the experts think. Yeah, I think um, we, know, well, we know Arkansas is not good, but as you said, after last week, it could be a letdown performance-wise. Um, we could see a close game than closer game than we think. Um, 
I don't know what I want to happen here because obviously if LSU loses, that kind of puts the SEC in a little bit more of a well of a bundle. Um, because if they lose and then they could still end up winning the SEC, um, that could really throw the SEC in a little bit of a well. We're a just tr- the, the bottom line is Tennessee's going to finish with one loss. Yeah. The question is, let's put up the resume: <clears throat> Michigan, Ohio State, and Tennessee. One of those teams is going to get in with one loss mm-hmm. if Ohio State and Michigan win the games they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. The question is, <clears throat> um, let's go with Michigan. Say Michigan goes into Columbus and beats Ohio State. You're going to have this one loss Ohio State team. You're going to have this one loss Tennessee team. They both didn't play in their championship well, game. I don't think that they would take the Big Ten team. I think they would take the SEC team. That's why I want more destruction to happen so that there's no question whether we can get two Big Ten teams in there because I think both teams are worthy of being in the playoff. Um, and we know it won't happen, though. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, they could, the SEC could lose. Every single one of their top teams could lose 15 games, and they will take the SEC team over another Big Ten team. Rutgers at Michigan State. Um, I'll go with the Spartans. Maybe they're getting their game back together. Um, I'll take I'll take Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have to think Michigan State wins this game. If not, um, uh, that'll be a program that's in a deeper hole than they were already in. But I would think Michigan State wins this game uh, at home. They'll be chopping wood or whatever in the deep end. We'll have Michigan on the big screen down here in the basement on Saturday, but two games we'll keep an eye on. Louisville and Clemson kicking off at the same time. Louisville's been playing a little bit better. Clemson's offense. Clemson's offense has been horrible the last couple weeks. I mean, they they needed the refs to beat Syracuse, and Syracuse offense obviously has looked pretty bad. Um, I don't know what to say. I don't know if if Notre Dame is better than people think or both those teams just were bad. I think Notre Dame isn't that. I mean, I think Notre Dame's, in my opinion, probably a top-20 team. Are they a top ten team? Absolutely. Not. Notre Dame played, I feel like, their best defensive game of the year. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame has a good defense. Their offense is, yeah. their ceiling is, you know, not if, not very high. If but. this game was at Louisville, I think I could pick the upset because it's at Death Valley. I'll take Clemson, but again, like I just told you earlier, I think a lot closer than the experts think. I think I think this could very well be an upset. Um, I think though Clemson would have to come out angry after last week. They got embarrassed. Um, by a team that doesn't really have much going for them offensively, and they just got absolutely whooped. So I'll go with Clemson, but I think Louisville could definitely. Don't be surprised if Louisville's in a good game at the end of the four, at the halfway through the fourth quarter. Alabama's at Ole Miss. I feel like Lane Kiffin's going to get one of these games one day. Like every week when he plays a team, you think maybe his team's going to finally beat, and then they kind of lose. Um, Alabama's got to go there and play. I think Lane Kiffin's going to give them all they can handle. I don't know what the point spread is on this. I think 12 and a half. Oh, you got to take that. I think Ole Miss, I know people are oh, saying 12. Bama's going to come in angry. Bama can come in angry. I just don't I, know I think they got what they I'm have. sure it'll be down to like 10 before the game starts. So I'm going to take Bama, but I'll tell you what, give me the 10 points in Ole Miss and I, I'll take and run. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I think Alabama is not really as good as people think. Um, they've shown that through about half their games this year. They're seven and two, and they could have lost to we Texas. We both that upset. We both did. Um, I think they could have lost to Texas easily if if Quinn Ewers plays that full game completely healthy. I think Texas probably wins back two touchdowns, um, and they could be six and three at this point. And then who else? Texas A and M. I mean, Texas A and M's horrible, and Texas A yeah. and M almost beat Alabama. Um, if Jimbo wasn't such an idiot, he probably could have won that game. But um, I'm going Ole Miss. I think. Uh, I think we will not hear the end of it from Lane Kiffin if they win this game. 
Maryland at Penn State. I'll go with Penn State because it's at home. You said Maryland. I agree. Maryland can win. I think Maryland's been good, but like I looked at this, I looked at the stats of what they just did last weekend, and I'm like, what is this? Right. I mean, what they do last weekend against Wisconsin? They had 10 points offensively. They had 189 yards. That Tuilia, or however you pronounce his name, was 10 of 23 for 77 yards. Like, I agree. What is that? I don't know what's going on. Um, So, anyways, we'll go with that one then. Iowa at Oklahoma, Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's falling flat, folks. Yeah, they. they I have, don't know what's going on, but they have lost wow. Um Kansas, Kansas back on track. Yeah, and the one week I didn't bet them, um, although I had a great betting week, one over three hundred bucks. I'm happy. Um, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. I'll go. Iowa State. If they had any offense, I think if you were playing quarterback for them, I think they'd be okay. If you were running back, I think they'd be okay. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State, but God, just a. A one-point favorite for Iowa State right now. Yeah, that's amazing because they can't score any points. No, they have no offense. on the road, so I'll go Oklahoma State, but They've gotten embarrassed the last two weeks, and they really honestly could have lost to Texas if Texas just had any somewhat of an defense. I mean, um, I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go Iowa State um, just because why not? Um, Oklahoma State has shown nothing the last two weeks. They've been embarrassed. They've been just whooped. Um, you would think Oklahoma State comes out angry. They win this game at home, but who knows? Two teams trying to become the non-Power 5 to get into the big bowl games. UCF beat Cincinnati a few weeks ago against Tulane, the Green Wave. Um, It's at Tulane. I don't know anything about Tulane. I did watch that UCF-Cincinnati game at the end. I'll go with the Tulane-Green Wave. I'm going to go with UCF because why not once again? Uh, I don't have any reasons why. Um, I'm going to go in a different direction just because you picked Tulane. Wisconsin at Because Iowa. you know why? They won the national championship 2017. That's why. That's true. True. That's fair. I'm going Iowa to beat Wisconsin. Both teams playing better ball. Iowa's an offensive machine now. Oh, yeah. Um, They're I'll, just flowing offense right now. I'll go Iowa. They wake up and piss excellence. They wake up and score a touchdown right once they want to. That Iowa offense is scary. The Wisconsin offense is even better. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Georgia at Mississippi State. You know, Mississippi State just never. Uh, so with Mike Leach. Georgia's going to win, but you just wonder, is there ever a chance Mike gets that one win that you don't expect? It's at Mississippi It'd State. It would be great, though. It would be fun to see. I'll go with Georgia, but you just never know, folks. It would be great to see Mississippi State get going. Mike Leach, be happy. Um, and beat Georgia. Um, I tell you what, if they if they beat Georgia once again, like I said about Lane Kiffin, you would see a lot of things about Mike Leach on ESPN the next morning. Um, the game that I think could be the biggest upset of the weekend: Washington at Oregon. I watched that game. I stayed up till three o'clock. Well, there were other reasons why I was up to three o'clock in the morning watching Washington play Oregon State the other day. Um, I think Washington's got the best chance to upset Oregon right now. Penix can do some great things. The problem is it's at Oregon. Oh, folks, I want to pick Washington. I'm going to go with Oregon, but whatever the line is, um, I'm sure Washington's a pretty good dog. <sighs> 13 and a half. That's good. Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon, but you know where my heart is, folks. I'm going to keep picking different directions than you. I'm going to go with Washington because why not? Michael Penix has shown to be pretty solid. Uh, they just beat um, Oregon State last week. Um, Oregon obviously played Colorado this last weekend, which 
Um, I know they say they played the games for a reason, but there's no reason to play that game. Uh, Colorado was horrible. Um, and the week before that, they beat California by 18. I would say they beat UCLA, but I don't know. All right. I feel like there's an upset in the making. I definitely do not think Oregon will buy 14 points, though. No. Texas is going to beat TCU. It's at Texas. Um, I think TCU is a good team. I'm not saying they're not a good team, but I agree with you. You've been Texas, high on Texas, Texas all is year. So good. Um, I'll go with Texas to beat TCU. I think this game could reach uh, triple. Uh, it could reach 100 combined, without question. I think both. Now I say that they'll probably end up winning like nine to six somehow. Um, to be like a Big Ten Iowa game, uh, but I think Texas has a really good offense. Um, I assume Ewers is healthy playing. Um, so I think I think TCU gets their loss. They're knocked out after this week. I think Texas plays the uh, spoiler game, and they do what they need to do, and, and they win, and Texas is back, folks. Carolina loses to Wake Forest at Wake. Wake got embarrassed a couple weeks ago, I think, um, but I think they rebound. I think Carolina can score, but I'm going to go at home with Wake Forest. At home, Wake Forest, give me um, the whatever they are. A team that I think is playing good, we're not going to make the predict, it's Syracuse playing Florida State. Florida State's playing some good football. They absolutely embarrassed Miami. Look out for Florida State. I think um, Mike Norval, Nor- Norval has um, the team playing well. Florida State's going to be a team to watch in the future, folks. Yeah, I, I agree. Cool. All right, there's college football. 45 minutes, we find out the rankings. Michigan, Ohio State, where they fit in. Does TCU get in? And most importantly, where's Tennessee? And then that Big 12, big I mean, that Pac-12 garbage at the end. Yuck. <coughs> All right, everyone. So, World Series um, end it on Saturday night as well, right as the college football games are ending. Um, so, it was kind of, you know, happening at the same time. Hard to watch everything. Kind of felt bad. I don't know what the ratings were, what games were being watched more than that, but um, it was good to see Dusty Baker win the World Series finally. Houston, though, of course, kind of not the darlings of the country because of the fact that they're cheating from a while ago and it's just going to stick with them forever. And I think there's a little bit of Houston fatigue, right? Like, what did we say? They've been in it four of the last six yeah, years Yeah, four of the last something years, and um, obviously they've won a few now. I think we got some fatigue right now, and um, it would have been good for baseball to see Philadelphia win. Um, so again, I, I, there's not much to say besides congratulations, Houston. And, um, Dusty Baker gets his first world series ring Yeah, and he's only about hundred years old. So good luck to him. All right. Last night, college basketball season tipped off <clears throat> a bunch of games were a bunch of blowouts. Michigan, Ohio state, both got comfortable wins. Um, and the Rockets also Rockets get a dub. Um, so a lot going on. Um, the big games start picking up over the next week or so. They'll have the kickoff classics and all that stuff that they have. And then, of course, over Thanksgiving weekend, they'll travel to Hawaii and so on. Um, we still will have our – I think next week we'll do our basketball predictions. Um, give us a little more time to do a little more evaluating of the college basketball world. But it's underway. I texted Stephen last night, and I told him, the neat thing is college basketball season starts, and on the Monday in April that it ends, we'll be three days away or two days away from the start of the Masters. So um, it's kind of cool, you know. It's fun because college basketball is on every night of the week, not just on Saturdays, um, and there's always good games here and there. But oh, spring will be back. We'll be watching the Masters. 
and Steve and I will get ready to do some golfing next year. So oh, the long winter months have begun, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. All right, in the NFL storyline, Stephen mentioned it um, a little bit ago. What's going on with Josh Allen? Um, it could be literally a season-ending injury for him. Um, and I know the one thing the Buffalo Bill Mafia fans will, um, oh boy. Um, they will be crying yeah. real tears. Uh, it'll be rough. Um, we did have a fantasy fantasy challenge this week. Who won, Steven? You mean a matchup? Yeah. You won. Congratulations. Jeez. I'll probably beat you in the playoffs, but that's okay. You know, people are usually happy for their best friends when good things happen to them. They're not happy and with me for some things. When I go, they go my way. Anyways, like, like today when you were bitter that I didn't have to work, but you did. He gets more days off than anyone I've ever seen. I don't get it. But anyways, um, that was a big storyline. We don't know. I think checking Twitter right now, see if there's any updates. Oh, boy, we'll see what happens. We've got a second NFL coach fired. Um, that was not really much of a shock, though. No, but I mean. What they were built up to be before the season started and what they've actually been. Considering we're only through nine weeks, though, we already got two coaches fired. I mean, that's going to just, you know, again, here it is. So that was interesting. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Why do I do that all the time on here? Aaron Rodgers lost to the Detroit Lions. Um, it looks like his season is over with. Their schedule is super tough coming up. Um, so that was kind they of. They were talking crazy. about it today. They might, they, before Lohan, they'll be having Jordan Love play because their games won't matter anymore. You um, and you'll see some Jordan Love this year, Packer fans, whether you like it or not. I told Steven to pick up Justin Fields. We talked about this last week. Justin Fields went crazy. Um, probably the only game this year he does, but the Bears look better, folks. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing that I want to talk about for a second. Well, they made a lot of moves. They made the most moves, I would say. Uh, uh, to to improve their team, and they kind of got rid of some defense, but they got added some, some offense picks coming up too. Yeah, but I do want to talk about the Miami Dolphins because I was listening to ESPN Radio this morning, and they were kind of jizzing all over the Miami Dolphins and how wonderful they are. But no one's talking about the fact that the Dolphins still aren't playing good defense. I mean, the Bears, Justin Fields was making plays on them. You don't think Patrick Mahomes can make pay, plays on them? I mean, I think the Dolphins are a good team. I think Tyree Kill. Um, can score from anywhere. Waddle's always waddling in the end zone. Two is throwing a good ball. Mostert and Wilson are running good. Um, Gasecki catches some good passes. But in the end, folks, Miami's got to play defense. And they're giving up points. Um, I, I think people need to talk about that a little bit more. They're, they're really hung up on, on this offense again. It's kind of like Ohio State last week when the committee said they love Ohio State. But, I mean, in the end, you still got to play some defense. And, and I'm interested to see how the Dolphins, um, I don't know, the Bears? I mean, just I don't think I'm worried that much about their defense. I'm worried about more, if you look at a lot of the games this year, I feel like their defense, or not their defense, their offense has more kind of struggled putting up points. Um, well, I know two was out. <laughs> and even against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not every game, though. Well. Yeah, but I just meant, like, even in some of the games that they have played, they have not offensively looked very strong. Um, but but people are definitely loving yeah. on him. I don't know why. Hey, I mean, if you win, that's all you can do. doesn't matter if you win by 50 or, or if you win by 5. If you keep winning, it solves a lot of issues. Yeah, The Eagles were struggling against the Houston Texans on Thursday night. They found a way to win still. They're still undefeated. Um, it'll be interesting when they play the Cowboys. I think they play the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Um, and it'll be hopefully a fully stocked Cowboy team. 
against the Eagles, and we'll actually kind of get to see where that kind of plays in. So that'll be um, obviously a, a glamorous matchup to kind of see what goes on. And um, Patrick Mahomes, um, <coughs> there's a game that interests me. So everybody's also loving Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Did I see that? Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but how many passes were caught in that by the Titans? Um, I, I don't. I at one time I thought in the third quarter no wide receiver had caught a pass yet, and they were up by eight going into the fourth quarter over the Chiefs. I didn't stay up and watch the whole game. I mm-hmm. thought the Chiefs were going to blow them out, and yet somehow, some way. Um, uh, yeah, Malik Wells threw for 80 yards and was had five completions. So, folks, five completions, and they almost and beat Patrick it. Mahomes threw it 68 times, had 43 completions, and had threw for 446 yards. And they won in overtime. Yes, I mean, again, red flag. You hear what I'm saying? Like, I and Patrick Mahomes was their leading rusher. <laughs> yeah, he had that big third, fourth, third down and 18 or something. I mean, red flag there. Again, there's parody in the NFL. I do think just about any team could win if they really played their best game. Um, there's some flags there somewhere. Um, well, yeah, when you have an offense that threw for 57 yards, had 229 yards of offense, and it took you overtime to beat them, it's not a good look. Yeah, they were down eight points going to the fourth. Especially with a young QB like that to kind of throw into the fire. Yeah, I, I that I thought was an amazing um an interesting thing, as I, 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 you know, you almost don't believe sometimes. I'm like, wait a minute, is, am I reading this right? Is this really a true thing going on? Um, so that was also, I think, an important point to notice kind of things. The team that is really surprising me playing great football are the Seattle Seahawks. Um, they just keep winning, and I think at some point we got to take them seriously. Obviously, with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, they got two great wide receivers that they can throw the ball to. Um, of course, Kenneth Walker III is, is running the ball great right now. Geno Smith's not making mistakes. Um, they always have a pretty solid defense. They have a great home field advantage. Um, they're playing some good ball right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Seattle has been, if you want to say any team in the NFL that has outdone what you expected, I would say Seattle's probably at the top of that list. There's a lot of teams that have performed way worse than what they were expected. I could name a few right off the top of my head right now. But um, Seattle is definitely a team that has surprised. I mean, you thought about when you think, before this even season started, if you would have asked me who to win the starting quarterback at week nine, um, Geno Smith or Ty, or, uh, I like it. Geno Smith or um, Drew, um, I can't think of his name, Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have told you Drew Locke would have been the starter at some point pretty quickly on. But obviously, Geno Smith um, kind of having having a resurrection to his career, um, which I don't I don't mind watching. Um, it's fun to see Geno Smith do what he's doing. Um, every single week he's doubted, and every single week he's basically performed well. Um, so, and what about the Minnesota Vikings? We got Kirk Cousins. He's dancing. dancing. I mean, the man is. Um, I mean, what, what is up with the Vikings? I mean, how good are they? I don't I don't know. I mean. They lost to the Eagles. It wasn't that big of a blowout, but uh, I don't know. Are they? Is this finally their year? I said maybe it is to win the division for sure now. Yeah, I mean, you would think they'd have to win the division. Would you really take the Vikings over the Cowboys in the playoffs? I don't know right now. I mean, I feel like every week I'm thinking like you're waiting for that like deflating like performance, and we just haven't seen one yet. Um, They're winning, so 
like I said, I guess it doesn't really matter if you, if it's like in basketball, if you bank it or if you swish it, um, it still counts as two or three points. Doesn't really matter. Um, there's no, there's no video in the the score sheet, so um, they're winning games right now. Um, until they lose, I don't think there's anything to really be worried about. Hmm. I mean, if you look at it in the NFL, if you say in college football, you know, a team's nine and one or eight and one or eight and zero oh or nine and zero, oh and you think they're a fraud, that's different because there's not. I mean. When you look at the parity of college football versus the NFL, it's not even comparable. I mean, the NFL, the best team in the league can lose to the worst team in the league any week. So, um, doing what they're doing right now, doing what the what the uh, not 49ers, the uh, I don't know what to say the Phillies, the Eagles, um, what what the Eagles have done. Now, do I think the Eagles are the best team in football? I don't, but um, they're eight zero. So, uh, there's nothing really bad to say about them. Um, they're winning games. That's all that really matters. They have a lot of good players. Um, do I think that they're going to win the Super Bowl? No. I think there's probably two or three teams that could easily beat them for the Super Bowl. But um, if you keep winning, um, that's all that really matters. Survive in advance. Let's Especially some, when you get to the NFL. Let's make some picks. So the Thursday night horrendous games continue. We got the Atlanta Falcons against the Carolina Panthers. Amazon, how much did you pay for this crap? Um... I'm going to go with Atlanta, but it's, oh my gosh. I, uh, Kyle Pitts better score a touchdown. Um, so let's see what the Carolina Panthers have done recently. So they got beat up by the Bengals. Yeah, I will go with Atlanta. I was going to say go with Carolina because I felt like they, who they beat recently that they, the Bucks. that's what it was yeah. that I was thinking of. So Seattle plays the Bucks. Tam, Tom Brady led them back in under a minute to beat the Rams. Yeah, um, but how much do you take out of that win? No, I don't take much out of that. <laughs> the Rams I'm have been saying, horrible. Um, Two teams that have underwhelmed. I think it's a big game for Seattle. I think it really will prove something if they go in. I think Seattle will go in and beat Tom Brady. Yeah, I I, I completely agree with that. I think I have, I picked Seattle in, initially right away, and I think Seattle's going to do that. The Bucks. Um, who would have thought? Geno Smith's putting Tom Brady into retirement. I'm really getting tired of the NFL. Putting him into a home. Putting all these games on at 1 o'clock. Um, yeah, I don't know why they're like obsessed with doing that. I don't know. Minnesota Buffalo should be like a primetime game here, folks. Four twenty-five Eastern. Um, again, this game's a lot different. If Josh Allen plays, how do you go against? I mean, if Josh Allen plays, like this is as big as it gets. It could be like a Super Bowl preview. Um, what will Minnesota do? It's going to mm-hmm. be cold in Buffalo. Probably some snow. I'll go with the Bills, but if Josh Allen doesn't play, then timeout, folks. I'm changing my pick. Yeah, right now I've got Minnesota just to the fact that I think that I don't know if Josh Allen's going to play, and even if he does play, I don't really know. Is he really going to be Josh Allen? Right. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota. If it's a healthy Josh Allen, which I don't think we're going to get, I would 100% pick Buffalo. I would pick Buffalo against anyone with a healthy Josh Allen, but I'm going to go Minnesota. They continue to win. They find ways to win. Um but who knows if it really says too much if you don't have Josh Allen, who, in my opinion, is the best player in football. I think the toughest game in the pick this week is Detroit at Chicago. Um, Detroit's defense is playing a lot better than they did at the beginning of the year, so we can stop laughing about how bad their defense is. They're playing better. Offensively, Amon Ross St. Brown needs to get involved. They need a healthy DeAndre Swift. Um, when DeAndre Swift is healthy and he's a threat, he's a threat to go the distance every time. It'll, it'll sure up Reynolds in the wide receiver core. It'll help um, the um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, they need to get him healthy. The Bears, though, I mean, it's a whole different ball game when you're playing against somebody who's going to throw the ball versus a quarterback that can run the ball, too. 
and the game's at Chicago. Oh, I'm going Chicago. Me too. I don't, I don't really know there's... I'm going to go Chicago. I don't think there's that much of a debate. All right, we'll go Chicago. Denver at Tennessee. So, is Denver back? Russ Wilson, he got a dub oh, God. in Europe. We'll throw up. Tennessee's defense. I mean, if Tennessee's got to score points, so you can't judge them. So I'm going to take Denver. I'm going to go Tennessee. I think Denver sucks. The only thing that's good about Russell Wilson is the danger witch. Never had it, but I'll just say it's good. There's nothing else good to say about him right now. Travis Antienne is playing some great basketball. That's right, Bronco Nation. Um, yeah. Um, some great ball lately. They're playing at Kansas City. So I think Kansas City wins. Um, but Jacksonville is an up-and-coming team, and going forward, they're going to have a chance to do some good things. Like I said, Travis ran the ball great. Um, still don't know about the great quarterback play yet. I don't know if they got wide receivers, right? Like, awesome wide receivers. Um, so I'm going to go Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going to go Kansas City, but I, I think that I think I, I I completely agree with the the Jaguars. They're a team that's up-and-coming. They're not going to do anything this year, but I think next year um, – a healthy Travis Etienne, a healthy, uh, completely healthy, another year of uh, experience with Trevor Lawrence, another year with whatever that coach's name is. I can't think of his name. Old Eagles yeah, coach. Eagles, right. um, I, I think they're definitely an up-and-coming team, um, unlike some of the teams in the NFL, like with the Tampa Bay, with Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Um, I don't know what to say about the Colts. I don't know if that's just a, a quick change next year because they have talent. Uh, they may not have the quarterback right now, they but they uh they have talent, but I think they're in a better position, let me put it this way, than the Packers My by a mile. Week, I think Cleveland beats Miami. Um, I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs still. Um, oh, my gosh. my opinion after watching them the other day. Are they going to win the Super Bowl now, too, like the Raiders? I think they got a better chance. Um, I think they're setting things up. You got Deshaun Watson coming back in a month. Um, I'm going to go Cleveland beat Miami. I'm going to go with Miami beating Cleveland. Cleveland's still not good. Um, I don't care what anyone says. They're not making the playoffs, but um, it'll be a good game. I think Miami wins by a field goal. Houston is playing the Giants. I just want um, Pierce to run for about 300 yards. Um, if he runs for 300 yards, I'm going to keep winning in fantasy, but I'll go with the Giants to win. I'm going to go with the Giants as well. Um, the New York football Giants are... I don't even know what to say. I don't think they're like. Do I think that they're, they're good enough to play? They're good enough games. to, yeah. Um, yeah. But do I think that they have anything that just kind of blows you away? Absolutely not. Um, I think they're kind of almost like Miami, where I, mean, I don't know what the Giants' record is. They're six and two. But if you look at a lot of the games that they've had, it's not like they're. I mean, they lost the Seahawks, but they barely beat the the Jaguars that one week. Uh, they did beat the Rams. Or not the Rams. The Ravens. The Packers, but I mean, what do you take out of those games? They beat the Bears. Um, I mean, what, what do you take out of those games? I guess I don't really know. They barely beat the Panthers, um, barely beat the Titans. I mean, there's there's a few maybe plays away from being 500 or worse. So I think of being a six and two team. Um, I think there's a lot better teams that have a worse record than the Giants. Pittsburgh, I think, playing at home beats New Orleans. I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. Um, I don't know what's going on. I just hope Chris Olave catches 100 passes, but I'll go Pittsburgh. With it being in Pittsburgh, I'll go with Pittsburgh. I think they're both offenses that are kind of inept right now, unable to really move the ball. Um, Yeah, I just think Pittsburgh's good enough to win this game. Um, They traded away Claypool, which I'm not really sure that hurts Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. I don't think he was doing anything for Pittsburgh. Um, 
I don't know what they got. Worn out as welcome. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they got for him off the top of my head, but I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I think uh, Kenny Pickett has a good game, and they beat the Saints at home. Dallas beats Green Bay. Um, Dallas is just a better team. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay's horrible. I mean, I don't have to say anything more than that. Arizona versus the Rams. I don't know. This is a crapshoot. I'm waiting for our boy to get fired in Arizona. The Rams. I don't know. I, I, this game, just eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'll go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, but I don't really know why. But, to score a lot of um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, I don't know what to say about uh, the Rams right now. Um, I don't know what Sean McVay has to say about the Rams either. So The Chargers have no wide receivers. Um, I never thought I'd be sitting Justin Herbert in fantasy football, but I am. San Francisco beats the Chargers. I don't know what to say about this game. But since you picked the 49ers, I'm going to go with the Chargers. No. Philadelphia on Monday Night Football, I think they have no problem beating the Washington Redskins. <coughs> the Washington Redskins, I don't know. They're just one of those teams that, you know, they could maybe have a one good game once in a blue moon. But, blah, blah. The Eagles dominate. Yeah, I got the Eagles. What's the Eagles schedule coming up? I, I want to see when are they going to get tested. Who you got in the Colts Las Vegas game though? You never picked that one. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I'm trying to skip over that. Oh, no doubt the Raiders win. Okay, I got the Raiders as well. Um, Devontae Adams win four touchdowns. Bowl. They're going to win Super Bowl. Let's see here, folks. So the Eagles. Play I'm the, kidding. They're not winning Super Bowl. The Eagles played the Commanders um, this week. Then they, they play the, the Colts. Colts. Oh my gosh! And they play the Packers, then they play the Titans, then the Giants. Bears. I mean, so they really don't. They could probably get to about twelve and zero. Christmas Eve, twenty five. There's something extra I can watch on Christmas Eve. That's gonna be a good darn game, folks. Um, Then they play the Saints. They suck, and the Giants again. But I think even the play with Giants, I don't think the Eagles are gonna just run away from the Giants. I really don't. But I mean, if you look at obviously, yeah. I mean, if you look at the Cowboys, that's gonna that's gonna be a pretty fun one to watch. Um, and even the Bears, I think the Bears have improved a lot, and I think that they could kind of give a little bit of a taste to the the the, the giant or the the Eagles Fields defense that can make some hurts is doing to other teams. Yeah. If Justin Fields can start completing the ball downfield, it'll make them even that much better. Because right now, I think they're so hung up on David Montgomery running the ball, and of course Justin Fields. But I guess what I'm saying is they don't have necessarily the biggest name teams. Um, the Eagles, if, if there's, let me say this, if there's ever a schedule for a team to go undefeated, that's... Well, then the division that they play in, obviously. Right. Um, and then they got the, the Cowboys already. But I don't know if it was really a, a big win for the Eagles with not healthy Cowboys. And they turned the ball over a few times and they only lost by like a, a touchdown, so... Well, folks, in about 25 minutes, the first college football ranking... Second. The second, I'm sorry, the second are coming out. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I can't wait to see where certain, you know, certain teams end up. Um, it'll be fun to see. Um, I still think, let's see, who's t- in the top four, Tennessee or TCU? I still think it's going to be Tennessee. I'm going to go TCU because we're going to get this SEC bias figured out and screw anybody that wants the screw anybody that thinks that SEC is just the gods. All right, be another good week. We'll see you next week.